This is the Jason Walker Show. Two-time National Sports Media Association Montana Sportscaster of the Year and three-time loser, the Jason Walker Show. The best local and statewide sports coverage featuring the biggest guests from Montana. Flint Rasmussen uh, joining us here on the Jason Walker Show. He's freaking exhausting, too. You used to dance a lot more. Yeah, I know, lady. I'm 51 years old now. The NAI Hall of Famers, Mike Vendee's joining us here Jason Walker Show. And is it just a deal where quarterbacks have to be be good golfers? Well, that's all they have time for. They don't work out. They don't lift weights. They don't do anything else. They might as well go get on the golf course and at least have some fun. And from across the country. Doug Gottlieb, I guess, here on the Jason Walker Show. End of the day, remember, it, it's your show. It's got your name on it. Howie Mandel, our guest here. Jason Walker, deal or no deal? The Jason Walker Show, broadcasting from the major mortgage man cave. Here's Jason Walker. Hey, happy Wednesday. The Jason Walker Show. Presented by Capital Collision Center. Montana state law says it is your vehicle, it is your choice where you have it repaired. Choose Capital Collision Center. Big show inside the Major Mortgage Man Cave today. We are talking hockey with Providence coach Jeff Heimel in about 20 minutes. We will talk uh, to Capital Girls coach Katie Garson-Forba. Get her thoughts on uh, food recipes and more. Probably talk a little basketball too. Also, uh, we'll hear from new MSU football coach Brent Vegan, who met with the media today. That's coming up in a couple of minutes. And um, my thoughts on the situation down at Rocky with the women's basketball team and head coach Wes Keller. Those thoughts in just a couple of minutes. But uh, big show, like I said, on this day in history and much more. You can watch live on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and listen live on Podbean, Network One Sports, Treasure State Radio, so much more. Go to jasonwalkershow.com for anything. Tweet at jwalkersports, email jason at jasonwalkershow.com. All right. So there is a new head football coach at Montana State. Uh, we told you Monday, Brent Vegan from uh, Wyoming by way of North Dakota State uh, has been the named a 33rd coach in Montana State football history. He met with the media today, and uh, here was his opening statement. Well, I, I, I couldn't be more excited about this opportunity. I know there's going to be a more formal event on uh, on Monday to follow, but it was important to get uh, get with the media and, and be able to answer questions here, um, you know, as soon as possible. But uh, my family and I um, are, are thrilled about the opportunity to, for me to be a head coach, but uh, for us to be at Montana State and uh, move to Bozeman and, and enjoy this uh, tremendous community. And I, I couldn't thank uh, President Cruzado. Um, uh, Leon, the search committee, everybody involved um, with sharing with with me their their vision and uh, you know ultimately coming to the conclusion to make um, to name me the the head coach of this uh, this this great football program at this uh, fine institution and uh, you know uh, this place uh, it, it made a big impact on me when we came out here at uh, North Dakota State in, in 2010 just a tremendous support that. Uh, that this program um, that this program has the, the fan support, the uh, the growing enrollment here, uh, the growth the growth in Bozeman are all things that really excite me. Um, had a chance to meet with the players yesterday, and there's a real hungry group. You know, a group that's been through a lot in the last 11 months, and they were the they were the priority. I got right back up here to, you know, I was here on on Sunday, 
Uh, got right back up here yesterday because, uh, you know, getting with them and um, forging our path ahead as uh, the 2021 Bobcats was Mission One, and, and we're on track there and uh, look forward to, you know, the days, the weeks, the months ahead. Um, you know, so with that, we'll open up to questions, but uh, like I said, couldn't be more happy to be here. So that was uh, MSU coach Brent Vegan, and uh, the first question asked was about, uh, I believe it was Ashley Washburn, down at, uh, TV reporter, sports reporter down in Bozeman, but she said something about national championships, and who, which Vegan knows a lot about, having started the dynasty of North Dakota State, and uh, here's his response to that. Well, I, I think, you know, to attain something, you got to be able to see it, and that's why I wanted to... You know, spell that out day one. Now, are we going to talk about a national championship every day? I, I think that that would be crazy. But uh, as a starting point, to have that as a, a clear vision um, of something that uh, you can't attain something unless you, you see it, unless you it's it's there in your thoughts. Um, we still got to work on a daily basis. I get better each day. Um, daily improvement is going to be the foundation of it. But but having um, that as a clear vision is is what you know I want our, our guys to see. And I know they've. Um, they've recently had some real success, you know, uh, playoff runs to the quarters and the semis and, and you know, um, progress for sure. Uh, this is not a situation that, uh, you know, this is not a reclamation project by any stretch of the imagination. There's a lot of ability here. Um, there's, a, there's a hunger, and now it's, a, it's about putting together the plan so, uh, you know, come 2021 we can put ourselves in the best position to, you know, to reach those heights. That is uh, Brent Vegan, new Montana State football coach, meeting with the media today. And uh, he'll have that formal introductory press conference later, and or not press conference, but uh, meeting with the public. But um, seems like a good dude, great hire. And Colton Poole yesterday said it, uh, Bozeman Daily Chronicle reporter, it, uh, he thinks it's uh, the best guy that MSU could have gotten. Um, it'll be fun to watch. And we'll have uh, Coach Vegan on the show here in the next week or so. Um, confirmed. So there you go. All right. Uh, Jason Walker Show is brought to you in part by Auto Concepts, and uh, Auto Concepts is your auto enhancement professionals here in Helena. And uh, i got to tell you, remote starters are super nice to have right now, as cold as it has been. But think about the upcoming summer. Tinted windows. How about a lift kit just to look cool? Um, lots of great things. Bed rugs, the tonneau covers. You can get a, a radio put in, too, at Auto Concepts, a, a new radio, CD player, whatever. Do they still – people used to use CDs? I have no idea. Get to Auto Concepts. See what they can do for you, the auto enhancement professionals here in Helena. All right. Jeff Heimel is going to join us. Providence coach coming up in about uh, 10 minutes. Uh, Katie Garson-Forba in uh, 30 minutes. But saw this yesterday. Last night uh, this came out that uh, Rocky Mountain College head women's basketball coach Wes Keller is on administrative leave. Um, Greg Rockach wrote the article, uh, and uh, sources told Rockach and 406mtsports.com, Keller, quote, placed on leave by Rocky officials after some players objected to what they perceive is an abrasive coaching style, end quote. An abrasive coaching style. Mm -hmm. uh, I reached out to uh, to some folks, and look, I got to tell you, 
What a joke this is. <laughs> uh, Wes Keller is a great coach. I've seen Wes Keller coach in person multiple times. I've seen him coach in practice. Okay, Wes Keller is a great, great basketball coach. Is he vocal? Yeah. Coaches are. Uh, I was told by a source last night that some players have um, complained about not only the abrasive playing style, but, you know, their, their playing time. Now, here's the thing. Five or six players, and I'm told it's most of the starters, and again, this is coming from my source, source says, that a bunch of players of Rockies have opted not to play in support of Coach Keller. I give it up to those girls. The ones that are whining and complaining about an abrasive coaching style need to grow up. Seriously. You're in college. Now, I get this has been a tough year. COVID, delayed start to the season, no non-conference, and Rockies 1-7, and seven, not to mention eight games have been canceled. Now, eight games canceled because of COVID, two games forfeited last week because of the situation. <laughs> I, hmm. I'm being very nice here, as, as nice as I can. Wes Keller doesn't deserve this, okay? Most of the players don't deserve this because of a select handful who are complaining about an abrasive coaching style. This is a coaching staff that may not be able to come back. It's going to be one of those you've – got, you've got – infighting now in the locker room, right? Because you have players opting not to play in support of Coach Keller, and then you've got players whining because he's abrasive, he hurt my feelings. You're in college. I don't give a crap if he yells at you. Suck it up, buttercup. Not one of those players that are whining could have played for, A, Coach Keller's dad. We love Steve. Or any other coach on the frontier, if you, you can't handle a little criticism and abrasiveness. And I use the air quotes on abrasiveness because that's what we've been told. Now, go, go play for, go see if you could play for Gino Oriyama, who tells you exactly how it is. You could have not played for Bob Knight. You could have not played for Pat Summit. This is, this is, this is this society, this day and age. Plain and simple. Me first, me first. You're not taking care. Oh, you hurt my feelings. Deal with it. This is why parents need to stay out of businesses, the business of coaching. And this is players being told their whole life, you're number one. You're the best. You, you deserve everything. Well, if you don't have the guts to go out and earn it and work for it and deal with a little adversity, then you don't deserve to suit up. I don't care what team it is. 
Wes Keller does not deserve the treatment that he is getting right now from players and from the administration down at Rocky. He's a hell of a coach. Let me ask those girls that are complaining about his abrasiveness. Let me ask you this question. Was it okay last year or the year before that he was a little abrasive coaching when you guys were winning? When the Batland Bears were winning 20-plus games for the last few years on average? When the Batland Bears were going to national tournaments on their own merits besides hosting? It wouldn't matter where the national tournament was the last three years. Rocky women would have been there. So was it okay that the abrasiveness was then because you were winning? Is that really what it's all about? But this is the everybody gets a participation trophy day and age. And we're seeing this across the country in a variety of forms. Wes Keller's abrasive coaching. Boo-hoo. You saw a president replaced and being impeached because he tweeted mean stuff sometimes. And I'm not comparing by any stretch of the means the situation at Rocky with what's going on in the country. But for the most part, that's the analogy. You get it, right? I mean... Oh, you got your feelings hurt. Go to your safe space. I'm sure Rocky has a safe space. Go hang out there if you can't handle getting coached hard. Look, coaching's hard enough. Wes Keller doesn't need whiny little girls talking about his abrasiveness or parents telling the players what they want to hear. If Wes Keller is not retained as the Rocky coach after all of this, something's wrong. Wes Keller is a hell of a basketball coach. He's a better guy. I'm proud to call him a friend. And I'm not just sticking up for him because of that. I'm sticking up for Wes Keller because I'm from the old school mentality. You go to college, you chose to go to college and play for West Keller. Did you not see during recruiting trips how we coached? You played, You, if you're anything like any other school, you played open gyms with the players on Rocky while coaches were there. Did you not see it then? But again, does it go back to abrasive style was okay when you're winning? And when you're not complaining about playing time is my guess. Wes Keller deserves to be on the bench tonight when Rocky takes on MSU Billings in doubleheader. Men and women. Those girls that are standing up for Wes Keller, I stand up for you. Figuratively, because I'm sitting down right now, but Wes Keller does not deserve this. He deserves a lot better from his own players. Those are just my thoughts. You can weigh in at Jay Walker Sports on the Twitter and uh, let us know what you think. You can email Jason at JasonWalkerShow.com. You can remain anonymous if you want. I don't care. You can call into the show, 209-1267. We're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to talk some hockey. 
college hockey. And a coach who has a lot of support from all of his players and administration. I'm so upset for Wes Keller, right? I just, my heart aches for Wes right now. And the entire coaching community, the croc, will be joined positivity. Is that a word? Yeah, positivity. Uh, Jeff Hyman will join us from the University of Providence when we come back. Jason Walker Show is presented by Capital Collision Center. Montana State Law says it is your vehicle. It is your choice where you have it repaired. Choose Capital Collision Center on Euclid in Helena. Right back, Jeff Heimel, Providence Hockey Coach, next, Jason Walker Show. New vehicles keep coming, and Capital Collision Center keeps earning certifications to repair them. They're Helena's newest GM-certified facility. No matter the make or year, they repair your car to manufacturer's standards and requirements, maintaining its safety and value. Montana State Law says it's your vehicle and it's your choice where you have it repaired. Choose Capital Collision Center, certified in GM, Subaru, and Nissan, and Helena's only shop certified in Honda, Acura, and Ford. When you value safety, go to Capital Collision Center on Euclid. Have you thought about buying a home and just don't know where to begin? Well, when it comes to one of the most important purchases one can make, we understand it can be frustrating and confusing, but it doesn't have to be. Let the Major Mortgage Team help you with all your mortgage needs. Major Mortgage means major service, and we would love the opportunity to help you today. Give J.R. McFadden, NMLS number 1246357, a call today at 406-465-1918. Or you can visit him at 2001 11th Avenue, Building A, Suite 3 in Helena. Major Mortgage is a division of AMCAP Mortgage, NMLS number 129122, equal housing lender. Who doesn't love being number one? When your team's dominating the standings, or your favorite band rocks the charts at number one, it feels good, right? Kind of like how it feels when you have auto insurance with State Farm. Because making you feel like number one is an honor your local State Farm agent takes seriously. Through the good times and not so good, your State Farm agent's proud to be here to help life go right. Call State Farm agent Mike Miller in Helena today. Storewide savings are what you'll find when you shop for new home furnishings at Rutgers Furniture. This means tremendous values on Helena's largest in-stock selection of home furnishings. When you shop Rutgers, you'll find storewide savings on the furniture you want for every room in your home. And you'll also find our selection of Serta iComfort, the most comfortable beds in Helena. 12-month financing is available with approved credit on most purchases over $289. Ask for details. You'll find storewide savings at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. Welcome back. Jason Walker Show on a Wednesday. Still to come, Capital Girls coach Katie Garson-Forba will join us. We'll talk some uh, some food, food recipes, and maybe throw in some hoops as well. I mean, she is coaching the defending state champs, so we'll talk to her. Uh, but joining us now on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline is uh, a fantastic coach. Um, I feel like I'm supporting all coaches today because I am. Uh, but he is uh, the successful coach at the University of Providence hockey team. His name is Jeff Heimel, and he joins us now here on the Jason Walker Show. Coach, how are you doing? Hey, Jason. I'm doing well. Thanks for asking. It's, uh, it's been about a year since we talked, and the last time you and I chatted here on the show, you guys were getting set to nationals, COVID hit, everything happened, and uh, how have you spent the last 11 months? <laughs> uh well yeah it's been interesting i mean it obviously started with some downtime coming out of uh all of the shutdowns and things like that and 
you know, just been, been recruiting kind of for a while there and, and just trying to enjoy things that uh, you don't really get to do. I mean, the first four months of this year, especially, um, uh, or of, of what would have been the start of our season, you know, we're usually playing hockey. So I think just hanging out with the family, doing things that um, you don't really get to do. I, I was taking advantage of, of being being in a season where I'm normally traveling and not. And so, Honestly, I've just been trying to catch up with my family, enjoy enjoy the time, and um, yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. Um, I got to know your thoughts, though, last year when, when you got the word you guys weren't going to go to Nationals for the first time. What was that like? Yeah, I mean, it, it sucks. I don't even know how else to say it. No, that's I, perfect. <laughs> you know, I just, I, uh, I choose, I don't use that word a lot. I just, it was, there's no really good good way to put it i mean we we had worked really hard to be in that situation and along with a lot of a lot of athletes and coaches and teams across the country i mean it's it's uh there's no really good way to look at it other than you know you try to come out of it um you know wondering how you can grow as as an individual and as a team and, and sort of just trying to um internalize some of those things but we we were really good last year at at that time and and the the thing that no one probably knows is, is what those practices look like and those workouts look like leading up to that tournament. And, and, you know, we were excited to see what they were going to do. Um, and so, you know, move, moving on of it, obviously, uh, you know, we've kind of gotten past it and, and thankful that we're, we're moving into a new chapter, but yeah, disappointing is, is really the only way to say uh, a long answer, but. Nope, that's perfect. Jeff Feimel joining us, the uh, hockey coach at the University of Providence on the Jason Walker Show. Uh, coach, when uh, when I saw you guys play last year, there was so much fun you could tell that the guys were having. Has that translated into this year, uh, despite the late start and the not knowing, and finally you get on the ice, and, and how's that been? Yeah, it has. I mean, the perspective has been important for us. You know, I think wins and losses are, are great and important, and certainly you know, we can talk about about that here, and I'm sure you'll, you'll ask some questions too, just about the season and things like that. But I think the perspective coming in to being off for so long, I mean, everyone, obviously, I don't want to downplay COVID and things like that, but just what seems to get lost occasionally is the impact that this has had on those guys. And to see, uh, to see guys that haven't seen each other for a while and, you know, come in to practice that first day after, after getting cleared protocols and things like that, I mean, that was a, a, almost a tearful moment for us because it's, I mean, they love the sport, they love each other, they're a good group, and uh, and it has been really exciting, even despite some, some early adversity here um, to start the year, but, but they, they're resilient and, and it's, been fun to, it's been fun to be a part of it regardless so far. Jeff Heimel, our guest here at Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. I saw your quote, I think it was last week or the week before when the first rankings came out, and I think you guys were 12th in the country. Um, that's a pretty good statement just considering there hadn't been any hockey played. And you basically said that, like, it's a reflection of how we were good la- or how good we were last year and what the, what the expectation is across the country for the Argos this year. Yeah, for sure. And I think our strength has improved thus far. I mean, I'm thankful that if you're going to start the season like that, you're, you're losing a few games against teams that are ranked higher than you. So I think that, that helps as well. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, I'm – I'm really happy with that, considering all things. You you start slow. You know, played, I think every team we've played so far this year has played the first half of the year. So you know, you've got teams that have 20-plus games under their belt. So I think if you 
hey, what's your what, what's a good scenario for you? And someone threw that out there, you know, hey, you're, you're 12 and uh, you start a little slow, here's your record. I jump all over it. So, you know, I don't want to downplay uh, being a little frustrated knowing that we can do better, but at the same time, you know, we you draw that up and say, hey, what about this? I think I'm I think I'm taking that after a ten month break, an eleven month break. Uh, you are off to a little bit of a slow start this year, um, and that obviously, I mean, we know exactly why. But what's been the difference on the ice as opposed to all the mental aspect of COVID and all that? So take all that away. Uh, just what's going on on the ice? You know, I I think um, a general. Uh, preparedness across the board. Obviously, I'll take responsibility for that. I think you you come in expecting to to play at a certain level, and then you reach in a bag and you try to pull it out, and it's just not quite there yet. And a lot of that is is you know systems. A lot of that is conditioning. Some of that is just your playmaking. Like you reach and try to make a play, and, and you, you know that even even guaranteeing a puck or getting a puck in the zone at the late stages of the game, you know, and I think our consistency too, I mean, we, and then we've fallen asleep in these 30 to three minute stretches. And then we've, we've gone in 40 minute stretches. And so we're just kind of that, that 60 minute effort, that consistency across the board. It, it has, it has shown flashes. That's been really encouraging. Um, but, but we just, we need some more time in, to, to get her going, and I think that's been the, the issue is that consistency and overall um, preparedness as a group. So, Jeff Heimel, our guest here, Jason Walker Show. You were pl- uh, supposed to play Mary this week, which is the uh, top-ranked team um, in, in Division Two, but you guys will play them towards the end of the year, which will be a little bit different than last year. But uh, you got Williston coming up next at home, and uh, I'm sure it's warmer on the ice than it actually is outside at this point, right? Probably, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would assume, yeah. Uh, um, you know, it depends on if they turn on and the ice question on. But it's definitely, uh, yeah, it, it, you're, you're probably right there. It, so. Well, let me ask, before we talk about Williston next week, is it is it warmer outside or in Haynes Pavilion right now? Because that's a cold I, uh, ice barn right there down in Bozeman. It is. You know what? People tell us our rink is cold, and my response is always the same. Like, wait, wait till we go to Bozeman. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so I, can, I, I agree with you uh, whole, wholeheartedly there. Jeff, I'm all our guest here, a Providence hockey coach up in uh, Great Falls. All right, Williston, what can we expect next week on the ice? Yeah, I mean, they're well coached. They always have been down for a great job for the program. Um, you know, they've got speed. Uh, I think they, we, we beat them a couple times in their building early in the season, but each game they put up five people goals on us. And so I think, you know, they have the ability to score. Um, you know, I think that their, their goal playing was okay. I think they can tighten some of that up and we are not ready to go. I think we could find ourselves, uh, in a pretty close cool off game. So, you know, they're, they're definitely a team that, I mean, this year, uh, you know, so they're, they they got a good team, and I don't think there's really any easy games at this point this year. The West Region is uh, known for being very tough in uh, the Division uh, Division Two hockey here. Um, we know how good Mary is. We know how good you guys can be coming off of the season last year. 
But how does it hurt not having a team like Montana State playing this year or, you know, some of these other great teams from across the, the West region? Yeah, I mean, I think I mean, for one, it's a really fun rival. Uh, they're well coached. You know, they were ranked, I think, fourth in the West last year, third or fourth. Um, you know, and then and then you look at the the benefits financially of a travel center that's two and a half hours away. You're not staying in hotels. You know, there's there's a lot. There's a big impact there of, of not playing them. Um, you know, and and obviously optimistic about their um, their program in the future. Been been having a lot of conversations with with Dave over there about scheduling next year and things like that. And and who knows? I mean, technically they're not out yet. I, I just I think we're starting to. Uh, I think whatever the decision is about their their playing this year, probably we need to have a team that we're going to get in the game. But um, yeah, it definitely has an impact. Um, we're playing a lot of teams in the West. Some of those teams haven't been hit as hard than say you know teams out east and things like that. So in one way, just being in the West is is, is giving us an opportunity to play playing some competitive teams. Um, but you know you don't have um, you know different teams on the schedule that you normally play, and uh, I think we're going to pick up potentially Utah State soon. They, their school I think improved, um, so we're kind of adding out some of that right now. But um, but yeah, I mean we're we're thankful to be in the West, but at the same time it's it's hard. Um, you know I I I know Dave was pointing to that it's hard not to have uh, those games. Jeff Heimel, our guest on the Jason Walker Show. He coaches the uh, hockey team at the University of Providence in Great Falls. With uh, getting the, the delayed start, has that pushed, like, nationals and everything back this year, too? Or how is the postseason going to look? I know it's a, yeah. you know, it's a little bit away, but... Yeah, great question. And, and a timely question, because a lot of that is in limbo and has recently sort of been worked out. And so that the University of Mary actually did for the national tournament this year and won. So uh, it's going to be in Bismarck, April 15th to the 20th. So instead of doing the regional rankings like they did last year, that ranking you saw where we were 12th is actually a national ranking. So what they do is, is they rank teams, you know, the, they take all the teams that are playing this year, they rank them nationally, and uh, the top 15 auto-qualify race national. They, they did away with the regional tournament this year, um, having to manage all the different sites and things like that with COVID, I think, was, was a concern. And we just had a national tournament in uh, in Bismarck for Division Two, uh, which honestly is great because uh, it's eight hours away. And certainly, if you did and go, um, you know, it's a very, very uh, possible situation for us to, to potentially get there if, if everything aligns. Well, it's 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 Bismarck, which is not exactly as cool as Frisco, Texas, but um, but you do save money. It is, and I know all universities and colleges are all about saving money right now. Uh, real quick, I wanted to ask you that too. Speaking of uh, money, the support from Providence that you guys still get to play. I mean, this is this is cool. They didn't give up on you guys. Yeah, we're forever thankful for that. I think if you look across the the landscape of college athletics across the country, um, it, you know, it's not the, it's a volatile field in that respect in that a lot of schools had to make pretty tough decisions um, with some of their programs. And so just, you know, we are, we're thankful. We're thankful that they've committed to uh, our program, you know, and that they've, and that they've allowed us to 
great financially and things like that, um, even amidst all of the circumstances, definitely been um, something that that could have gone a different direction um, for a number of different sports and schools and things like that. And so, yeah, I think again, perspective-wise, you know, obviously we want to win win the whole whole thing, but I mean, we're we're just thankful that we're back on the ice. Jeff Heimel are, are joining us, Jason Walker Show. Two two final things. One, your thoughts on the Super Bowl halftime show? <laughs> I didn't watch it. I'll be honest with you. Oh, okay. And the reason why I didn't watch it is I've, I've gotten accustomed uh, with my young children shutting it off. Okay. Uh, we put the we put the puppy ball on our house. Nice. Six and two year old. So uh, Team Russ won, I think, or something like that. <laughs> well, it's probably that a better game anyway. <laughs> that was my that was my And then uh second thing, um uh, I'm still waiting for my sweater. Oh, I know. Maybe all the COVID distractions. I couldn't make an excuse. I mean, uh, I think I'm getting ready to send it off soon and then and then uh yeah. But yes, sir, we will be going to uh display it all for well, yeah, because you know, I'm 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 going to be remodeling in the man cave, and so it'll be it'll have a great place as soon as I get it. So perfect. I think I I asked you this, but did you want did you want light or dark? We thought we talked about this. But... Oh, probably light because it's a dark wall. Hey, you got to think about that stuff. I well, and, yeah. <laughs> you don't you don't watch Super Bowl halftime show. You watch the Puppy Bowl, and you're an interior decorator too. I love it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're gonna you're gonna hip check me to the boards for that one next time I see you. Oh, oh yeah. Man. <laughs> hey, um, no, uh, probably light then. Yeah, because it'll the uh, against the dark wall. Okay, perfect. Awesome. Perfect. Hey, uh, and my favorite number is ten, by the way. But just yeah, for, there you go. Just for just throw that out there, Coach. I appreciate the time. I'm looking forward to uh, to chatting some more about uh, Argo hockey and uh, with the West Region, and uh, hopefully you guys uh, heading back to nationals. I hope so. It's definitely now a little ahead of us, but this break has been nice. We we had a chance to just kind of look at some tape and refocus a little bit. I think the guys have some rest. It's been good. Looking forward to getting back afterwards next week. All right, Coach. Good luck, and uh, we'll talk soon. Yeah, thanks, Jason, as always. Thanks, Coach. That is Jeff Heimel joining us on the Jason Walker Show, head coach of the University of Providence hockey team. They are great, and they're just a bunch of great kids, too. And I I got the chance to call uh, a couple of hockey games last year, and uh, both for Montana State, but Providence played one of those uh, those times. And and the, the hockey at the college level in Montana and then this West region of the the ACHA it's 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 competitively awesome i love it and uh hopefully we'll get to see uh, more argo hockey soon and uh, get the bobcats back next year too all right we'll take a uh, quick break we'll come back and uh, you can still weigh in your thoughts on uh, my thoughts on Wes Keller down at Rocky being placed on administratively for his abrasive coaching style some players can't handle it uh i got a, a message from jay that says you choose to go to college uh, you choose you chose to go to college there and play for him, so suck it up. That's not Jay. I said the suck it up part, but it's true. Suck it up. Uh, a lot of people uh, agreeing for the most part, um, but you can weigh in at Jay Walker Sports. You can uh, Facebook. You can tweet, uh, like I said. Uh, also email Jason at jasonwalkershow.com. You can call as well in text if you would uh, so prefer. 
All right, we'll take a, a quick break. This segment brought to you by Rutgers Furniture. Make the quality choice for your home at Rutgers Furniture. 1010 Dearborn, Helena. When we return, we'll talk a little bit of hoops and a whole lot of food with Katie Garson Forba next on the Jason Walker Show. Storewide savings is what you'll find when you shop for new home furnishings at Rutgers Furniture. This means tremendous values on Helena's largest in-stock selection of home furnishings. When you shop Rutgers, you'll find storewide savings on the furniture you want for every room in your home. And you'll also find our selection of Serta iComfort, the most comfortable beds in Helena. 12-month financing is available with approved credit on most purchases over $299. Ask for details. You'll find storewide savings at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. New vehicles keep coming, and Capital Collision Center keeps earning certifications to repair them. They're Helena's newest GM-certified facility. No matter the make or year, they repair your car to manufacturer's standards and requirements, maintaining its safety and value. Montana State Law says it's your vehicle and it's your choice where you have it repaired. Choose Capital Collision Center, certified in GM, Subaru, and Nissan, and Helena's only shop certified in Honda, Acura, and Ford. When you value safety, go to Capital Collision Center on Euclid. Who doesn't love being number one? When your team's dominating the standings or your favorite band rocks the charts at number one, it feels good, right? Kind of like how it feels when you have auto insurance with State Farm. Because making you feel like number one is an honor your local State Farm agent takes seriously. Through the good times and not so good, your State Farm agent's proud to be here to help life go right. Call State Farm agent Mike Miller in Helena today. Have you thought about buying a home and just don't know where to begin? Well, when it comes to one of the most important purchases one can make, we understand it can be frustrating and confusing, but it doesn't have to be. Let the Major Mortgage Team help you with all your mortgage needs. Major Mortgage means major service, and we would love the opportunity to help you today. Give J.R. McFadden, NMLS number 1246357, a call today at 406-465-1918. Or you can visit him at 2001 11th Avenue, Building A, Suite 3 in Helena. Major Mortgage is a division of AMCAP Mortgage, NMLS number 129122. Equal housing lender. Welcome back to the Jason Walker Show. Welcome back, Jason Walker Show. On this day in history still to come. Uh, a couple of pictures we're going to show you, too. So remember yesterday we were talking about the, the lady that was going to sue Gorilla Glue because she put spray adhesive in her hair as hairspray? Um, I, Gorilla Glue came out with a statement that said that, you know, sorry, but it's just funny. It's just funny. Now, people all over uh, social media, of course, are great. And if you've seen the movie Something About Mary, you'll understand this picture with Cameron Diaz. <laughs> oh, goodness. That's too good. That's too good. That's, uh, that's from uh, Something About Mary, Cameron Diaz. Gorilla glue. Oh, gosh. Fun stuff. 
All right. Uh, let's see here. We're going to talk about on this day in history. We've got another great picture to show you coming up uh, as well. Uh, still, you can weigh in on um, my thoughts on uh, Wes Keller being uh, placed on administrative leave down at Rocky and how much of a joke I think it is because some girls couldn't handle his quote-unquote abrasive coaching style. Um, you're adults. Or at least try to act like it. Okay, you've got the age. Try to act like an adult. Deal with a, an abrasive coach. Did he hurt your feelings? Too bad. And I'd say this if it was a guy. I don't uh, guys team too. I don't. I will defend coaches unless uh, unless it's not warranted. But this case, it is absolutely warranted to defend Wes Keller. Absolutely. You got most of the team <laughs> sitting out because they support coach. What does that say? So you got a few girls that can't handle getting yelled at. Well, play better. Practice harder. I, I, I'll stick up for the coach any day. Speaking of coaches, there's a couple of great ones here in Helena. Well, there's a bunch of great ones here in Helena and across the state, but one I uh, and I enjoy talking to all of them. But uh, we've gotten onto this food kick recently and desserts, and she still hasn't been delivered any desserts by her teammates or by her uh, team. She is the defending co-state champ in the AA. Her name is Katie Garson Forba. Uh, we're going to talk about the win over uh, Helena High on on Monday night. Plus, who's got better ribs, her husband or me? Let's find out now as Katie Garson Forba joins us on the Jason Walker Show. All right, Coach, I appreciate you joining us. It's a long grind of a season. It's going to get even longer because you're going to have a whole bunch of games in a short amount of time. But uh, take me through Monday. What a good win for you guys in Crosstown. Yeah, I thought the girls came really mentally ready. And you never know with a Monday night game and Crosstown, it's obviously such a different experience this year. Section. We had the cheerleaders there, which definitely helped, but it was just a weird, it's just not a cross-town environment. I thought that we played uh, some of our best basketball on the offensive end of things. It really moved the ball well, read the defense really well, and I thought that uh, uh, Danny just had a game for herself. She read what they were looking to do, and she just kind of picked them apart uh, on the offensive end, which is really cool to see. Uh, Coach Dudek was on yesterday, and he said that he goes, when Danny's hitting shots from where she was, it's going to be a long night, basically. Yeah, the first screen, they went underneath it, which, you know, Danny, you give her that mid-range jumper, that's her shot. That's, she came off of it, hit the first one, and I looked at my coaching staff, and I said, well, that's a good sign. When she starts feeling it, she just she gets into a rhythm, and she played with a ton of confidence, and she kind of fed off of her teammates in some really positive ways. And uh, her and Paige in a pick and roll is really hard to defend. Uh, and then getting Mara coming off the list and getting shooters and attackers just opened up our offense a lot more. I think it's added more facets to what teams have to prepare for. Are you okay with the with the Twins being compared to Jamie Pickens? I mean, it's a great comparison, but they've done so much on their own that I don't know if it's – needed anymore is it you know I, I get why there's the comparison of it you know she's 
she obviously was a great player for Helena High and being a two-time Gatorade Player of the Year and stuff. I think that inadvertently there's always going to be that comparison. Just um, and I, I think that it's a it's a compliment to them instead of a, a negative thing. Um, you know, they've obviously had a ton of success on the volleyball court, on the basketball court. They have cemented their own legacy of you know based on who they are. I think it just puts them in really solid company of, you know, being recognized and acknowledged with, you know, another great player from our area. So I think when people make that comparison, it's more out of a complimentary thing of, you know, they're 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 in good company um, and not necessarily a comparison of who, who is better or that sort of thing. Katie Garson, four-bar guest here, Capital Girls coach, Jason Walker Show. Speaking of Monday, it was uh, football hangover day. Um, what did you think of the game? Well, considering that I had to do some contact tracing during the game on Sunday, I'm assuming you're talking about Super Bowl? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I spent half the game working on contact tracing because of the COVID <laughs> stuff. So, um, you didn't you know, miss much, I'm told. The food, yeah, no, I mean, it was, it was, it was fine. It was, I don't know, it's, is it bad that you just kind of expect Tom Brady to win those games now? I, I mean, it's just he's just so he's just so good, and you know, and it's not that Mahomes isn't a great player and that the Chiefs aren't a great team, but I just feel like Brady knows how to get it done so consistently in Super Bowl that uh, you know it was I don't know it was a little bit underwhelming. It wasn't like it was a great game. There was some good plays, but. Um, yeah, I mean it was it was it was fine. We had you know a couple close friends over and kept our gathering small and just kind of enjoyed having company. But other than that, I mean the game was fine. It I don't know. I'm not a huge NFL fan, so I don't know that I can really be super educated about it. <laughs> You're becoming more and more one of my favorite people on this earth because I'm not an NFL guy either, and but I haven't been since probably before you were born. So. Um, really? Just don't, just don't enjoy it? No, I just never, I just haven't. It's, yeah. I don't know how to explain it, but I got just tired of um, the crap in the 90s, you know, and it's continued. Yeah, it's so. a little bit underwhelming to me. I mean, really, I'd rather watch college. Yep. The yeah. atmosphere, it's, I feel the same way about the NBA, though. I love college basketball. NBA, I'll watch it, but it's just a little bit underwhelming to me. Yeah. So, same with the NFL. If I... Yeah, it's not like I was super excited for the Super Bowl or that I was, you know, really geared up for it. I just, um, my husband's a big fan. He has a fantasy football team, all of that. I think he's a sports fan. You know, anything sports he's got to be a fan of. But for me, I just, I probably watched maybe half of a of a game this year before the Super Bowl. So, I, <laughs> just not my thing. Uh, halftime show. Thoughts? Yeah. You know, it was. Again, a little underwhelming. I don't know. That, I compare everything to uh, some of the previous artists that they've had. You know, Tom Petty. Um, not going to beat that. Prince, um, Prince was the best. Prince. Yeah. Oh, Prince was phenomenal. And so, I, again, I felt like this was kind of it's it's more of the uh, high school age music, um, the TikTok genre of oh, things, yeah. you which go. you know, it's just I, I, it was fine. But I can tell you that I was enjoying the, the ribs that my husband just kicked on the Traeger way more. So <laughs> that was, oh, 
See, now we're talking. Um, <laughs> now we're going to have to have a competition because I my Traeger ribs are the best in the world, so nobody's, nobody can compare. Really? Yeah. I'm going to let him know that that's the statement that you make because he will – you would probably strongly disagree with that. Um, we'll have to compare recipes and see what we do. Um, well, I'm not giving my recipe out, but I'll make them for you. But see, okay. I do mine. Well, I do mine dry, and then um, you can add sauce if you want. So I invented my own sauce recipe and my oh. own rub. Ah. Yeah. He has his own rub, but he does the dry rub and then he finishes it with the sauce near the end. It's kind yeah. of a mix. Yeah. 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 Huh. yeah. Um, I can't wait to have that that comparison. So, yeah, uh, we'll do a blind taste test. Um, definitely. Katie Garson Forba joining us. All right. I mentioned you got a lot of games coming up in a short amount of time, uh, and it starts this weekend with two pretty good teams um, in Sentinel and Big Sky. Mhm. Yep. We we'll go to Big Sky. Negative uh, twenty degrees tomorrow on the bus. Uh, that'll be cool. We're excited for that trip, uh, but no, big uh, guy. They're they're competitive. He's actually he's got them playing. Their team plays really hard. We you know have to be prepared for the sets that they like to run. They've got two players that are scoring uh, in double digits for close, and we have a size advantage. We have to to look to, um, and then we turn around and have Sentinel, who's a very good team, and they're very athletic. Uh, I don't think they have as much depth as we do, but they're starting to play really solid basketball right now. So that's that's a big one for us for sure. I know you guys don't want to look ahead to next Tuesday, which is the big one, but is it hard not to? I mean, let's be honest. Big Sky and Sentinel are not nearly on the same level as Hellgate here. It's, it's hard not to, especially because we spent all last Friday working on Hellgate. <laughs> <And then laughs> so... So the girls, I mean, hopefully that all sticks in their head because, you know, we grew up on all their stuff. But, no, I mean, I think the girls are excited. I think that uh, it has a little different feel now that we're going to have uh, some sort of a state tournament, and it's not going to just be like a playoff series state tournament. Mm-hmm. So I think, the, you know, the urgency is there, but it's a different feel to it for sure. Um, I think they're excited because, you know, it's always going to be a good game. Uh, you know, Rob and I talk pretty frequently just about different different stuff during the season. And, you know, we always look forward to them coming, coming here. And we've obviously got some revenge that we need to, to get back from earlier in the year. So I think it'll be a fun matchup. We're a different-looking team than, than we were game two, and they will be too. So it'll be fun just to see. And I think I've said it before, it's kind of like a chess match, match with them. And yeah. he's going to make what move and how do you adjust. So it's like Gino and, and Pat Summit coaching against each other. A little bit without the animosity. I don't think that there's a lot of – there's not the amount of, like, hatred there. <laughs> that is true, um, which is kind of <laughs> sad. And I, I'm not a Gino guy. I was Pat guy, so. Oh, totally. Yeah. Um, speaking of college basketball, uh, you didn't respond to my tweet yesterday. No, I must not have seen it. Because <laughs> uh, Duke lost to Notre Dame, so they're under 500 for the first time since November 22nd, 1995 or 98, something like that. Awesome. awesome. But Kentucky's 5-12. and 12. I'll, I'll throw that out there for I, you. That's what's keeping me going at this point. <laughs> like, really, I mean, yeah, that is what's giving me a little bit of life. Uh, it was funny because... Stuart Davis and I were laughing before our game after I did my radio interview with him. Like, how bad? Like, it's, 
you're so bad this year. It's laughable now. And then you sent me that that tweet, and that that'll make you feel really good too. So mm-hmm. I did. I don't know. I I haven't loved our team for a couple of years now, and, and I still like, feel that way about this team. And I just you know, there's a lot of extenuating circumstances because of COVID and everything. But we just I'm gonna I'm gonna clarify for those who may have just tuned in. She's talking about Duke when she says, "I haven't loved our team for a couple of years now." <laughs> I love our capital team. She's yes, thank you for about the clarification. Duke, I love our capital though. <laughs> oh man! As you're saying that, I'm like, people, somebody's just tuning in, going. Wait a sec. Yep. They, they won state last year. Why does she not right. like her team? They're six and one. Yeah, there goes the, the hate mail. Like, what are they talking about? Oh. Now, I love the Lady Bruins. The Duke Blue Devils have been underwhelming and unsatisfactory this year. Would you rather have had the Duke women continue their season instead of canceling, uh, or had the Duke men canceled when the women did? Um, I honestly think this year I would have liked to see the women continue to have a season. Uh, because I think that, that they're going to continue to improve as a program. Um, and I'm excited for what's to come. And they were already just competing more in games. And were, I don't know, I was disappointed in that one. Just because I think the future is really bright for that program. And, um, and with how the men are playing. And, you know, I, I tune into more of the women's games, I think. Uh, today is cream cheese brownie day. Ooh. Just saying. No, my team is not going to bring me cream cheese brownies. They're not going to bring any. Requ- gosh, no, but they already requested crumble cookies after our game tomorrow. Okay. So. What was your What was your husband's dessert? What was his dessert? On Sunday. So he makes the ribs, which aren't as good as mine, we've decided. But uh, uh-huh. <laughs> but does he do a dessert like spread for the game too, or what? Uh, yeah, the, the friends that we had over brought uh, a peanut butter pie. Ooh. It was, like, I'm going to give you some recipe, or uh, I'll send you some recipes, but um, not my rubs or ribs. But okay. I will tell you, uh, Texas cowboy shrimp is really good. Oh, have you had Caribbean jerk shrimp? We have not done that one. Do um, that with uh, and do like a shrimp taco. Ooh, I like so that. Delicious. I like that. Yep. Uh, have you done the stuffed or the uh, the homemade sloppy joe stuffed green pepper? That's really good. That okay. I'll have to try that. We'll try that one. So uh, yeah, you have the you you do the meat obviously on the yep. stove, but then you put them in the green pepper. You cover it with cheese. It's got all sorts of stuff in it, jalapenos and yep. little. And then you put just put the the green pepper right there on the Traeger. Awesome. Yeah. I'll remember that one. Yeah, that sounds like yeah. Send me that recipe. I'll send you that one. Um, okay. I've got a couple of really good ones that I've that I've done. Flank steak is pretty good. 
Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but the recipe I use, it's a cocoa crusted. Ooh. Yeah. Have you done? Um, we do a chicken cordon bleu. I'm not a chicken cordon bleu fan. I'm not really a chicken. I'm not guy. either. I'm telling you, I'm not either. Changed my life. It really? was one of those where yes. You, you make the chicken roast and you got to hammer it up. My husband is very frugal. I can't call him cheap. He's very frugal. <laughs> and he won't like buy, you know, I always tell him, like, we, we have two jobs. We're both working. Just buy the little $5 hammer that you need. But so we finally got the little meat mallet. And so you get it real thin. And yeah. um, and then you get prosciutto with some good aged Swiss cheese and then roll it up in that. And then you, you do some breading on the outside. Mm. Oh, it's. I'm not a chicken cordon bleu fan at all. When he told me he was making that one night, I was like, really? That's, that what? I don't like that. My, it's probably my favorite Prager recipe. It's not like ribs or something like that. Wow. I like it. Yeah. I'll have to give it a try. Um, well, the only the only other time I've ever had chicken cordon bleu was um, when I won the Easter Seals free throw shooting contest, and I got to have pregame dinner with the Grizz. Over in Missoula, and it was chicken cordon bleu, and it was the most disgusting thing I've ever had. Probably, <laughs> probably also because it was eating with the Grizz. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's probably not your, your favorite <laughs> thing. No, but, I'm telling you, it is one of the favorite things that he makes, and it. I've never been a chicken cordon bleu fan, and it is phenomenal. Well, I look really, for, really. I look forward to sharing some recipes because. Yeah. Um, this could be a fun summer, you know, like it's, yeah. it's not like you do anything in the summer anyway. So, um, right. just kidding. Um, <laughs> good, luck. good luck this week. Um, make the girls, uh, they got to bring you something. I got to, I got to text some of them. I'm going to get a hold of a couple of them and make sure they bring okay. you some. Something. We'll see. Len, we'll see if they actually do it. That's going to be the kicker. Like, that is actually. true. That is true. Yeah. We'll circle back next week on that one. All right. Uh, well, you'll have three games between now and our next conversation. I expect a 3-0 and record, and okay. um, we'll talk some more food recipes next week. Sounds like a plan. That is, excuse me, that is Katie Garson-Forba. She is the Capital Girls coach, and she is awesome. Joining us on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. That's what she said today, brought to you by Dinners Done Right. Speaking of uh, dinners, uh, take all the work out. February, we were just talking about shrimp with uh, with Coach Garson Forba. Um, Dinner's Done Right has a pina colada shrimp. Now, I first got turned on to this, uh, gosh, 2014 or 15. But it was, it was uh, before we got married, but it was uh, the wife's birthday. And I went and got pina colada shrimp. I made it for her. And that's been her birthday dinner basically every year since is uh, for pina colada shrimp from Dinner's Done Right. Uh, February's menu also includes pizza empanadas, an Italian sausage lasagna. You'll have to try that one. Sweet and sour meatballs, a fiesta meatloaf. Uh, you got some chicken dishes in there um, as well. Ooh, chicken cordon bleu. There you go. Uh, Dinner's Done Right in Helena. Dinner'sDoneRight.com. Um, good stuff. All right, on this day in history, let's hop to it. It is uh, February the 10th. It is Home Warranty Day, Umbrella Day, and uh, Cream Cheese Brownie Day. In this date, 1920, baseball outlaws all pitches involving tampering with the ball. 
1992, Bonnie Blair wins the 1992 Olympics, the first gold medal for U.S. Uh, in speed skating. She used to train down at Butte at the High Altitude Complex. 1905, happy birthday, Walter Brown, born in Massachusetts, the original owner of the Boston Celtics and a very important figure in the development of ice hockey here in the U.S. 1906, a famous, all great, oh my goodness, how good was he? Uh, let's see, do I have the picture of him? I don't know. I'll have to pull it up. John Cat Thompson was born on this date in 1906, an all-time great bobcat. And uh, he was born, like I said, in 1906. He played on the greatest basketball team, according to Sports Illustrated, of the 21st century, the 1929 Bobcats, who won the national championship that year. Uh, but happy birthday to John Cat Thompson. Here, we'll get a picture up real quick. Uh, I should just leave it leave it up. Um, where is it? Here we go. You'd think I'd have been prepared. <laughs> Who does that? Who prepares on this show? Uh, especially because I'm the only one that does. All right, here we go. John Cat Thompson. That is him back in his playing days. He was ripped. Look at that. Pipes. Sun's out. Gun's out. The old-style ball, man, that's awesome. But happy birthday to him. Also, uh, happy birthday to Mark Spitz, born on this date in 1950. Uh, won a record seven golds in uh, 1972, uh, then a record. It is Greg Norman's birthday, the Shark, born in 1955, the Australian golfer. And it is Lexi Thompson's birthday. Love Lexi Thompson, born on this date in 1995. And uh, she is a fantastic golfer. Um all right, so we showed you the Gorilla Glue picture. We'll show it to you again here while uh, we get ready for our next. Uh, if you don't know what we're talking about, Google Gorilla Glue Girl, and uh, that picture from uh, that's uh, so, There's Something About Mary um, is hilarious. We're almost at the end of the show. What did we learn? Uh, and what did he miss? Time for the walk-off. All right. I uh, wanted to show you this, too. Um, so I got this sent to me. Remember we talked about the Super Bowl halftime show the other day? You know what? We'll save it for tomorrow. We're going to save it for tomorrow. Okay? But let's do the the walk-off. Uh, special thanks to uh, Jeff Heimel for joining us. Uh, we heard from Bobcat head football coach Brent Vegan uh, at the top of the show at his opening uh, press conference. And uh, Katie Garson-Forba. If you missed anything, including food, talk, Go to jasonwalkershow.com. Um, standing by, Wes Keller down at Rocky. And if you want to continue to weigh in, you can at jwalkersports on the Twitter. Email jason at jasonwalkershow.com. It's a travesty what's going on down in Billings at Rocky Mountain College. Got some players that can't handle abrasive coaching. We'll talk more about it tomorrow here on the show. Also tomorrow... Ali Colleen will join us. Sarah Chalich will join us. Ali Colleen, up-and-coming country star with a famous dad. But we're not going to talk about Garth. We're going to talk about Ali Colleen tomorrow. We'll see it at 4 right here on the Jason Walker Show.
Have yourself a great Wednesday. The Jason Walker Show is produced by the Jason Walker Media Company. Any reuse, rebroadcast, or retransmission without the express written consent of the Jason Walker Show is strictly prohibited. Just listen, watch, and enjoy.